The message you are about to listen to is from the Household of David Mercy Conference 2021, themed Peace. Be blessed. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. You are the one that we praise. You are the one we adore. You give the healing and grace that our hearts always hunger for. Oh, our hearts always hunger You are the one that we praise. You are the one we adore. You give the healing and grace our hearts always hunger for. Oh, our hearts always hunger for. One more time. You are the one that we praise. You are the one we adore. You give the healing and grace that our hearts always hunger for. Oh, our hearts always hunger for. Hallelujah. Father, we will never, never, never stop desiring your presence. It's in your presence that we find life. It's in your presence that we find wisdom. It's in your presence that we find peace. It's in your presence that we find hope. I pray, oh God, that you will teach us the value of your presence. Thank you for this conference. Spirit of the living God, again, have your way. In the midst of the worship and the word, I pray that you will touch, transform, lift, change, impart, heal, deliver, until Jesus becomes glorified in our lives. Thank you, Father. In Jesus' name I pray. God bless you. Please be seated. Pastor Shola, thank you and your dear wife. It will never tire me to be a blessing here. We'll have a brief session this morning. Um, I believe that the subsequent sessions have been very powerful. I'd like for your heart to be opened. I really believe that I have something to share that will bless our lives. Remember that our growth in the kingdom is through knowledge. That means every time we encounter knowledge, it is an opportunity for growth. At the instance of knowledge, we can rise to new levels in the spirit. Praise the name of the Lord. Hallelujah. Praise the name of the Lord. I've been experiencing quite unusual dimensions of the spirit. I, this is a realm that God has brought me by God's grace but I think in the last few weeks it's been something spectacular in the spirit and I know that God is doing that because of the body of Christ 
and the seasons that we're coming into praise the name of the lord and so just lend me two or three minutes i'm seeing the grace for prayer and intercession prayer and intercession i am seeing the number 11 please bring those people out there are people who have prayed and fasted help them presence of God you are the one that we praise you are the one we adore 11 people it's a grace that is coming on you fire upon your altar this is why God brought you here for some of you you have been praying and fasting is a call of destiny is a beckoning of the spirit you are the one that we praise oh yes that prophetic ministry will require prayer that prophetic ministry will require prayer our hearts always You are the one that we praise. You are the one we adore. You give the healing and grace that our hearts always hunger for. The Lord is calling a few people into dimensions of prophetic worship not just singers i'm seeing people who will wake up with dreams bring them out visions you will hear the sound of angels in your sleep some of you are not musicians at all this is a call it's a dimension of the prophetic there is a well in the spirit a beckoning of the spirit there is grace that is coming upon your spirit man you will hear the sounds of the spirit the sounds you will bring songs of revival songs of power songs that will be sung upon our altars even in these last days some of you to be prayer from prayer to switch like worship the bible says paul and silas they prayed then they sang just be patient God is doing something here though I walk through the valley I feel no evil by the water still my soul my heart will trust in you my heart will Hallelujah. 
finally before we sit for the word the lord is ministering to me that there are people here you are carrying burdens of families you are carrying luggages some of you single-handedly you are standing as spiritual pillars over your family you have been the defenders of of righteousness defenders of good some of you are the only ones who are born again but you are wearing your spirit the lord is saying to minister power and grace for the journey for if you turn aside in the day of battle my bible says your strength is small receive that grace receive that increasing that empowerment of the spirit the grace to stand and the grace to remain it's a ye who have continued with me one more time I walk through the fire. That's why I sang this song. I'll feel God that we serve is a God that is attentive to the needs of his people that every time he comes he comes to lift he comes to plant hope in you I've got the message from the Lord hallelujah a message unto you I bring is recorded in his word hallelujah look and leave my brother leave look to Jesus Christ and leave I've got a message from the Lord hallelujah it's only that you look and leave so we are here for you come and do what you do we are here for you come and do what you Set our hearts on you So you do what you do We need a move We need a move I pray for all of you who are out here Fresh grace This is why you came Fresh grace my friend that gentleman on suit lift your hands the lord is saying he's bringing you to new take that grace now new dimensions in the spirit you will never be the same i do not know you but there is a new dimension of grace and oil that god is bringing upon your life for many of you god is calling you to higher levels of consecration and power and prayer listen to me this is a word from the lord is calling you there are certain conditions 
to carry certain graces there is a price not everything is free in this kingdom no there is a real price so for some of you your word is that god is calling you deeper levels of consecration deeper levels of prayer and fellowship deeper levels of fasting and sacrifice for some of you god is saying your public life is too much you need to withdraw get back inside and stay with the god of your covenant know him and be built there is too much noise and distraction around your life that's not how power is produced in this kingdom we need a move this is a move let's sit down may god bless you who is kemi kemi you're wearing a white dress kemi who is that come is ask is her name kemi please come madam i hope you're not embarrassed can i talk to you you're a member of this church man god is about to change your life in in a very dramatic way number one please look at me don't be embarrassed the lord wants me to pray against sickness in your life the devil will not plant sickness in your life it will never be that they will call you and say you need a surgery i'm not a prophet of doom i'm speaking a word from the lord number two i know you are doing well but look at me there is a level of deliverance that you need i command every foul devil that will not let you be i come by the rod of a higher priesthood and in the name of jesus the christ of god i declare absolutely everything connected to territory inheritance and foundation the bible declares blotting out every handwriting and every ordinance that spoke against us therefore i declare that every legal access the devil has over you and yours let it be broken by the blood in the name of jesus christ be free right now in the name of jesus christ please be seated god bless you god bless you those here you can return back to your seat with victory amen second peter chapter one we're discussing the subject of peace and while i prayed preparing for this program the lord put a word in my heart these like many other words that have come from this altar is a message beyond um the reach and the relevance is beyond the household of david this is a message for the body of christ especially as touching the times that we live in we live in very turbulent times as individuals as territories the last one year has been quite a challenging one for us globally and what what a time very strategic time to understand the principles that make for peace two scriptures and then i'll just share briefly and we'll pray second peter chapter 1 and verse 2 second peter 1 and verse 2 the bible says grace and peace be multiplied unto you through the knowledge of God and of Jesus our Lord so 
we see here clearly that grace and peace can be made available to the saints and it can be made available in increasing dimensions peace can be multiplied are we together now yes grace and peace be multiplied if you remove the grace and what you would read is peace be multiplied so peace can be multiplied praise the lord it is not only that it can come and be available in the life of a believer but peace can be multiplied second scripture psalm 34 and verse 14 psalm 34 and verse 14 the bible says depart from evil and do good then it says to seek peace and go to the extent of pursuing it seek peace and pursue it very powerful scripture now the subject of peace i think is one that has not been it's been so desired so needed but i don't think it has been properly understood because of the supernatural dimension of peace and the scarceness of peace most times the teachings that have come around the subject of peace have left everything up to god so we just say lord minister peace and then we quote the scripture where jesus said peace i give unto you my peace i live with you not as the world gives but i thought to do a bit of an extensive teaching to really understand the scope of peace and peace in the bible refers to many things restfulness wholeness or completeness but in, in my teaching this this afternoon i want to look at peace from the dimension of the absence of disturbance and tranquility that a man can find peace there there are principles that we must follow for peace are we together and so please lend me your attention those here those following online so that we don't arbitrarily just claim peace and never walk in the fullness of it it is possible that the bible says through knowledge we can access a dimension of peace and so we're going to explore the word of god as i share a few things praise the lord the first dimension of peace that i think i would want us to discuss is um the psychological composition of peace you know psychology is an area that many times we frown at when it has to do with communication in the church and i must confess to you that personally when i started out with god and in ministry i'm not sure that i saw the need and the relevance for that um i, I felt that the presence of the holy spirit and the word of god is more than enough and there is no need to build any level of intelligence in people and i would discover in later years that that was not a very accurate understanding that we must embrace the whole counsel of god and we must understand the dynamics that lead to the outcome that we desire are we together now in in church most times we study god which is very profitable we study satan we study things but we never study man we study god as a subject we study satan to understand how to triumph over him we study things but then there are few times where we take a case study on man who represents the zenith of god's creation 
are we together yes and so i took out time to really really study man at a point in my life because i found out that all blessings come from god through men to men please say after me all blessings come from god through men to men all troubles and destruction comes from satan through men to men so either ways men have represented the the midwives the middle personalities to our accessing the blessings of god and destruction from satan are we together there is something about the nature of man that you must understand if you do not understand the nature of man you cannot understand the subject of peace please listen this message is very important for your life for my life there are so many people today depressed because of trouble there are so many families there are governments of nations and and all kinds clans that never live together our nation nigeria is being perturbed from every angle because there is something about the administration of peace that we do not understand and to discuss the subject of peace you have to forget about that subject and deal with man who is the object of the peace are we, to, are we together? Yes. Until we understand the psychological composition of man, the very fabric of man's nature, it becomes difficult for us to understand where and how and why troubles come in the first place. Why conflicts? Why trouble? Why bitterness? Why unforgiveness? Are we together now why all these things because they all come from man so there there has to be there has to be a dissecting of this man as an entity to understand the makeup of man alongside what motivates the average man then you can build a system there that guarantees your peace and then you can now fulfill the scripture that says blessed are the peacemakers not only peace receivers there are people called the peacemakers matthew chapter 5 i believe and verse 9 it says the reward is that they attest to the fact that they are truly the sons of god blessed are the peacemakers hallelujah and so i began to study the subject of man i'm not going to discuss very extensively but then just to draw up a few things I wanted to know what was the motivation behind men i found out in my life that people would be angry if you forgot to add their titles to their names and for one person that would look like a silly childish behavior yet another person would take it so personal are we together now yes people would salute an elder brother and mistaking him for a younger brother and it could create war for decades what is it about man that we need to understand the not understanding this has destroyed homes it has destroyed churches it has destroyed relationships it has destroyed spiritual projects it was on account of this that Behavioral psychologists like Abraham Maslow began to do 
a research to study the motivation behind human behavior some of you have studied along that line i'm not i, I don't have any profession along that line it's just a passionate study to find out this entity called man because you live with man every day and you're going to live for a very long time you have to understand who and what you are living with hallelujah that men are motivated primarily by the same things now listen very carefully why are we obsessed towards buying a car why do we celebrate when we have new things why do we frown at delay why do we frown at failure what is it about failure that makes us angry with it what is it about success what does it do to us that makes us crave for it so much what is behind our crave for advancement why do we want to move forward you see it's important we study the motivation not just the pursuit the motivation why do i feel happy when i'm making progress when your pastor was introducing me up you clapped for me and you saw me smiling why did i smile there are six from a psychological standpoint and this is through from study there are six intrinsic desires of all men let me just state it very quickly is that all right now please let me put a disclaimer here i'm not a professional psychologist i'm a passionate man of god who intends to be as detailed as possible understanding god and men for the purpose of helping to contribute towards kingdom come and the betterment of men are we together so the opinions that i communicate here have come from research and they are true but then this is just because we are speaking to a global audience so i think that's that's a disclaimer that i must put together but the things i teach are number one consistent with scripture and number two they have been proven in and through the life of people who have the track record from a professional standpoint and pragmatically speaking so you can trust what you are hearing by god's grace um i think god has granted us grace to know what we're saying and when we communicate and speak to people we do it not only with grace from heaven but also with the excellency of understanding are we together praise god so i'm going to be giving us six intrinsic psychological motivations behind uh, the cravings of men number one all men desire security write it down there is an intrinsic craving for security don't downplay what i'm teaching you please you will do that to your peril security psychological security emotional security this is one of the reasons why we love money because it seems to give us a feeling of being secured when your recharge card drops down to 100 naira something begins to happen to you are we together now that sense of insecurity kicks in security is a craving that you should not downplay people will go to any length and manipulate anything to ensure that they feel secured number two variety variety boredom kills men that's why very few people are successful because the character of the pathway to success requires routine consistently doing certain things a certain way regardless how you feel variety mass communicators here will tell you 
that one of the things that drives news is its newness is that true yes variety we love variety we hate boredom number three very quickly the third craving of all men with no exception is significance significance this is a very serious issue especially with the masculine gender please understand what i'm teaching you there is an unquenchable craving for significance so when you call me brother joshua selman instead of apostle joshua selman if the holy ghost has not helped me you you insult something that is in the fabric of my composition and now it is left for the spirit or the flesh to decide how i will respond to you are we together significance please come come man everybody celebrate this woman rise up on your feet just celebrate her please stand here just do what i'm asking you keep clapping everyone she's your pastor's wife so honor her you can see him smiling at his dear wife now watch this now you see what is happening to her there is a mix of many things she's happy and then at the same time she's wondering why all this honor are we together now you talk against me to this woman and see what she does to you because i have answered a craving that is within her i have given her a perception of significance are we together god bless you ma thank you please sit down now listen very carefully significance is the reason why when people receive awards they don't place it under their bed they place it anywhere you can see so that if for any reason there is an attempt to demean and downplay them those awards are objects but behind those objects are messages they are testaments of sacrifices that they have made if someone hangs his phd certificate or he reminds you that you are talking to a professor it's not the letter he's telling you that what you are trivializing is 20 to 25 years of labor non-stop significance are you learning something next number four let's hurry up the fourth craving of all men is love and acceptance this is the reason why people join occult groups this is the reason why people join all kinds of godless cults there is an inner craving for acceptance let me tell you this one of the worst psychological things you can do to any man on earth is rejection rejection is giving people a perception that they have not met the condition to be received within certain circles it wrecks the epi it the epicenter of their self-worth love and acceptance are we together when you understand this you will see the mistake that many parents make towards children from growing up days they begin to plant seeds and communicate rejection and the first person whoever tells the lady i love you is a rough scattered gentleman she does not like the form but she cannot deny the effect of what she felt from that statement love and acceptance that's why the bible says god is love he doesn't just have love he is love number five the fifth craving of all men is growth men desire growth and progress is why people hate delay because delay attempts to give you a it's like a report card that you're not making progress in life 
Is that true? We hate delay simply because it, it feeds our minds back that we are not doing anything to make progress. People like growth. When you give birth to a baby, you don't whip the baby for not walking from day one. No, you have to be patient. But after two years, at least, if that baby is not moving, not doing anything that should make for growth, it becomes a concern and you will go to the doctor. Is that true? If a graduate is done with school and after five years there's no job, you find out that the person gets frustrated. What is the frustration about? Do you know that even if you keep dashing that person 100,000 every month, he will still not be satisfied? Because of that craving for growth. We desire growth. It's the reason why we celebrate milestones. We rejoice when these things happen. And then the last number six is impact and contribution. The last craving of all men is the need to be contributors to the betterment of lives, the betterment of societies. It's the reason why it looks and seems as though when people conquer this whole money, this wealth thing, they suddenly begin to set up foundations. Isn't it amazing that people spend their lives making money, millions and billions of naira and dollars. When they achieve it, then they start giving it away. And now you are asking, what, is the, what exactly is the sense behind this? Because it was never about the money. The money was a container that was carrying something that they desired. So, if I hit your car, why do you cry the car is not connected to you physically you cry because hitting your car does something there is a message are we together now you, you have to understand this because this is the whole idea if i fall down here by mistake not under the anointing if i fall down by mistake why do i feel embarrassed are we together now why, what what makes it so embarrassing I get up feeling embarrassed. I say, oh dear, I fell down in the midst of people. Ladies, remember what happens when you are almost falling down in a wedding ceremony. People are dancing, you are trying to join them and then suddenly disaster happens. You know that cold feeling where everybody saying it's alright and you, it's, it's as though they shouldn't talk. They should just leave you alone to find your way. Why do you feel embarrassed? When you understand this, you will know that it's not about money. It's not about fame. It's not about cars. It's not about business. All of those things are expressions of an inner craving. And if that craving is not satisfied, you will still obtain those objects and be disappointed. Because according to God's design, those things should not come empty. They should come first from a recognition that what you really need is beyond a car, beyond money. Anybody who finds these seven things at work in his life, psychologically speaking, is about the healthiest person walking on earth. Are we blessed? Remember, we are discussing Piso. All of this very enough is to help us understand men. So you will know where conflict comes from now. Are we together now? Yes. Anytime you see someone aggrieved and angry, go back to your checklist. Scan through these six things. Something has been violated there. Either the sense of security, a sense of variety, a sense of significance, a sense of love and acceptance, 
a sense of growth and progress or impact and contribution all human motivations can come under this now write this down please the highest psychological need of any man man there means any human the highest psychological need of any human is the need to feel loved the need to feel appreciated and the need to feel celebrated the highest psychological need of any man at all your husband your brother your boss your wife your child your grandfather the government any man is the need to feel loved the need to feel valued you can add the need to feel appreciated that means if you communicate anything that attempts to devalue demean any human being you program inevitably there will be conflict they will be managed at different levels pending on the maturity of the parties involved but you can be sure of one thing that each time you violate this law there will always be trouble are we together now just by this little teaching many of you are already seeing anybody who used to call you before who does not call you now go back to your checklist something you have done consciously or unconsciously has communicated that someone who used to send you money before and now no longer sends you money find out what you did the last time he sent you money you trivialized he sent you five thousand you just said thanks twenty thousand thanks hundred thousand thanks five hundred thousand thanks and he said this person is not worth my sacrifice are you seeing that now but for someone you give him five thousand and he almost roll on the floor he used gratitude as a tool to communicate significance and by so doing every time that man wants to feel significant he will come to the person who has the perception it's not just god open doors you must understand men because the resources are in their hands everybody who makes you feel good like this our dear sister you see how we clap for her if the holy ghost tells her cook for one person as a seed for honor today who do you think will most likely be the person talk to me intelligent people whereas someone is there making no contribution and desiring that god will force someone to bless you you see that many of the things we call prayer is a lot of foolishness from the lens of wisdom are we together now please understand what i'm teaching you blessed are the peacemakers not just peace receivers man as complicated as man is man is unbelievably simple now listen to what i'm saying as complicated as man is and can be man on the strength of this knowledge can be simple almost programmable are you getting what i'm saying now literally man as complicated as he or she can be as a species can be almost programmable when you understand these psychological keys you literally literally can be at at the command for almost anything that you desire 
there are some of you children hate you so much you don't know why i've said it here that if children hate you is two signs one you are not understanding man and two it may be an attack because children are the most innocent of the species there is something that happens that makes them run away from you there are some of you you cannot have friends the lifespan of relationships is two weeks or less and then you keep saying there are enemies all around my life let me give you spiritual intelligence now even demons depend on this vulnerability to act they don't just come into your life they study the gaps in your knowledge and that becomes their access point are we together now demons don't just come into your life and create enemy no they find out what do you not know as far as god's principles are concerned they will they will archive they will document your ignorance and build a system around your ignorance there are people today it's difficult to forget them do you know why because they gave you they fulfilled one of these six conditions when they met you there are some of you who were invited into certain circles once you demeaned everybody downplayed everybody and they looked at you quietly as they waved you goodbye they vowed to themselves that you will never come again there are people who have climbed pulpits you've heard me say this they probably were invited to come and preach on several platforms and they didn't do justice they downplayed the man of god downplayed the sacrifice of the people did everything wrong and went down never to have that opportunity again god is ministering to you he's answering questions why certain doors open and then close it's not always satan It's our violation of these principles we're discussing peace studying man as a person you've heard me say it again and again that in this kingdom who hates you does not matter but believe me who likes you matters are we together yes, well i was rushing to the airport my people were trying to check in the luggages so i was just hanging around and then i think the people were coming to make sure we take the, the vehicle and go and park them somewhere and once one was knocking i looked at um my protocol and i said talk to him and he went out and said ah well done sir god bless you sir how is everything please just a, a few minutes and he'll be out just giving him that sense of relevance the man said ah you can even park well come to the shade and i said this is a fight was about to start but everything changed because one person was willing to submit and minister a sense of significance what makes listen there are many of us who get into trouble for instance with law enforcement agents it's not because the issue was that serious it's because in the process you now demean them and they say all right we'll show you now that notice that every time you have a quarrel or a misunderstanding people tell you do you know who i am what is the meaning of that when an old person looks at a young boy and says, do you know i'm older than you it should be obvious that means something is wrong when you learn this these are the kinds of keys whose results show right now even in the church here are we together the psychological composition of man when i found this i became excited and happy with my life 
because i then knew that men would become an advantage to my life no longer a disadvantage no longer a disadvantage every one of you seated here looking at me every one of you following from across the globe regardless nation regardless history regardless whatever it is we are composed psychologically of the same thing and our cravings are the same anywhere you see a communication of security variety love and acceptance significance growth contribution i show you the healthiest psychological environment for any man there is no man who will leave that environment people will inconvenience themselves do you know everything i just mentioned now that's what the presence of god gives when you come into his presence you bring your fears your insecurities when you sing songs i came in and i met this this our dear worshiper here god bless you by the way you are an amazing gentleman may the lord honor you in the name of jesus christ as he was leading worship i said my god powerful worship now while god has used him greatly someone can sit down there and say what is there is he not just anointing you see that's the kind of attitude that makes good things run away from you never ignore greatness when you see it and do not be ashamed to communicate it does not demean you praise the name of the lord peace this is the foundation from where conflicts come if we do not deal with this any other thing we talk about is going to be a waste of time so go back and find out why your husband may be angry with you now go back to your checklist leave demons just go back to the checklist go back and find out why your wife may be angry with you now go back and find out why your children seem to be rebellious even though you are well intentioned your approach is communicating a different message to them i remember a man who bought a suit for his son the suit was oversized and he told him don't waste my money better wear that suit and follow me and the boy said no way my colleagues don't dress like this and the man said you better wear it or go and return my suit the boy carried the suit and went and hung it and the man said i would kill you you are you are an irresponsible you are not obedient and the whole thing became a quarrel you see and if you call the father and the son the father will say i love my son and i'm doing the best to help him and the son will say what a wicked man he buys suit his size and gives me to wear he's not sensitive to my generation now both of them you see we'll discuss that maybe in another session it's called the law of settlement part of the laws that bring peace are we blessed the nature of man the highest psychological need of any man is the need this is why we train people to use words like please we train people to use words like thank you we train people to use words like god bless you these words are wonder words they have given jobs they have given promotions they have opened doors that decrease could not open please thank you they feed people psychologically in a way that you cannot imagine wisdom is found 
in the word of God. Wisdom is found in the house of God. And I'm praying that God is granting us wisdom. That we're not just listening, but you see, the truth is that this truth must find a place of application in our lives. What is man that thou art mindful of? Man is not only a spirit. There is a big psychological composition to man. And understanding this will help you. And can I tell you this? I want to confess and admit to you that your pastor is a master, master over the understanding and the administration of these psychological needs of men. I will tell you this. In all fairness, Pastor Sholan, his wife, they, I, I'm, not, I'm, not, I'm, not, I'm not lying to you just because I'm on stage. I fear God. Sincerely speaking, for every time there is a conversation, as soon as I arrived, I just, I was looking at him and his wife and there you go again. An unconscious display of these virtues. It is the reason why they almost get anything they desire. As far as men are concerned. Let me tell you, if you master this, the only limitation in your life will be hellfire if you are not born again. But as far as earth is concerned, you will reign like a king. It's true. You can earn a living administering these virtues literally they say what do you do you say i i feed men i i'm a <laughs> i don't know what i don't know what where you, there's a consultant in this church so you will coin a word for the name of that that job what do you think these guys do during weddings these people that play drums they do it a lot in your area here they dance around and call your name and while you are ignoring them they bend and they dance seriously while you are ignoring them they play the drums and call your name and while they are calling you don't know when you reach out to your pocket they are they are putting pressure on your sense of significance they keep elevating you till you feel foolish for not being a giver and they force you to bring out what you did not plan to give and almost when you give they stop they leave you and they go to the next person <laughs> and yet another wedding they will do it again and you thought you escaped the temptation but still you'll be a victim of it because it's something that is in the fabric of your person why do you get angry when they forget your birthday are you not already alive what was special about the day are we together if someone's birthday is today now for instance here and we decide to call you even just to celebrate you and go back even though you've loved me before you will love me now afresh love your pastor afresh love everyone afresh and go and say, ah, i love apostle joshua selman why because whoever stands with you to support this craving becomes your friend indeed whether you know the person or not you see why we love the holy spirit because every time he comes, there's no fear in his presence. You are secured. He brings a variety of his expressions. You, you see all these needs met in his presence. You see why we love the word of God? Because as you study scripture, they feed you back. Even psychologically. I have loved you with an everlasting love, he says. What is the purpose of that scripture? What should it do to you? Yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I fear no evil. What do we call that? Security for thou art with me ah. 
it shall come to pass if thou shalt diligently hearken to the voice of the lord to do and observe all that i command you this day deuteronomy 28 verse 1 you shall be exalted above the nations of the earth what is that significance so we hold on to him yes because we love him but we have learned by scripture and by experience that all these virtues we crave for are found in his presence this is why we so lavishly and jealously guard his presence it's our place of security it's our place of significance it's our place of growth hallelujah now let me a few minutes let me just teach you on the first law all of this is just to lay a good foundation can we pray in the spirit in one minute let me be sure that the god is planting this in our spirits granting wisdom by the spirit to understand the nature of man to the end that we be recipients of peace and makers of peace hallelujah thank you now there are a few principles that make for peace that i'm going to be sharing in the course of my sessions down to the miracle service tomorrow please do well to not miss it it's a morning session if you pay attention to these principles that i share with you remember the bible says to seek peace and pursue it and that peace is not just a spiritual impartation there is a dynamics to it you can understand are we together now the pathway and the principles that make for peace the first of which i'm just giving you now that you have to understand the nature of man from a psychological standpoint that's all that we've spent time discussing but i want to share on one spiritual law that makes for peace it's called the law of jurisdiction write it down the law of jurisdiction this is a peacemaker series we have to understand the spiritual laws that make for peace one is called the law of jurisdiction please look up authority in this kingdom is only effective when it is executed within a defined jurisdiction every time God gave man or God gives man authority there has to be a jurisdiction within which that authority functions is that true yes the husband the man within the context of the home is head of the wife not head of every woman head of his wife so his authority is within the jurisdiction of the home is that true a governor is the political leader over a jurisdiction this is very important whenever you defy the law of jurisdiction then your authority becomes an abuse understand this we are discussing peace the challenge with many people is that they believe that authority once conferred should be administered in any territory and under any circumstance no as much as you love me as much as you celebrate me and i'm deeply grateful for it 
there is a shepherd and an angel over this assembly is that true yes the authority that i have within the context of this church is the authority conferred on me by reason of being a minister and i must if i'm to be effective i must limit myself to work within the jurisdiction allotted once i'm done with this mic and i sit down i do not have a right no matter how anointed i am to get up and pick the mic and just come up and say look i forgot something i think the holy spirit no 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 matter what the holy ghost is saying his word must pass through the constituted authority to find relevance now for many believers we are conscious of authority but not jurisdiction listen this is why there is a lot of trouble in our society is why there is absence of peace because so many people are passionate about executing authority but they do not understand that authority has the limit of jurisdiction i cannot for instance be walking on the street and look at a child moving and say young man what is your name my name is james what position did you get in school 10th position and i take responsibility and begin to flog the child and say you can do more i will organize an extra lesson no in as much as you are an adult your authority as far as that child is, is limited if you are so passionate about that child you must go and find out the direct authority and route your passion through that authority now please understand this this is a peacemaker series there cannot be peace until we understand jurisdiction authority comes with responsibility whoever has authority is the one who takes responsibility anybody who is not responsible is not manifesting authority but more than that authority comes with jurisdiction genesis chapter 3 the bible says god made man let's look at verse 1 just a quick background i'll be done shortly god made man the bible says adam dark earth and god transferred listen carefully god transferred a dimension of his dominion please understand that our dominion in this kingdom is not absolute dominion our dominion is shared dominion that means we were given we did not earn it it's not absolute dominion our dominion was defined we don't have dominion everywhere genesis 1 26 don't turn there it says that god blessed them and he gave them dominion over the beds of the air or the territory of the air the land the sea every creature so there is a definition there is a jurisdiction for our dominion are we together now this is very important do you know that the first disruption of peace as we know in scripture came because jurisdiction was not honored how did lucifer go down he desired to execute authority but he wanted jurisdiction that was not apportioned to him and he mobilized a third of the angel let me tell you how serious what i'm telling you is the peace that was interrupted in heaven came because a man was not satisfied he would not honor the law of jurisdiction and he mobilized the angels they did not keep their original estate there was a passion within them to see that they expand their authority beyond the jurisdiction allotted and there was war in heaven 
there was a price for that violation imagine how many of us have suffered casualties because we could not honor jurisdiction are we together yes. genesis chapter 3 verse 1 now the serpent was more subtle than any beast of the field which the lord god made and he said to the woman look at this now according to god's design for adam and his wife adam was the head of the woman is that true notice how satan violated this when he came he never spoke to adam satan did not have the power to talk to adam but he went to eve and he engaged eve he said our god said ye shall not eat of every tree of the garden verse 2 the bible now said and the woman said the woman also would have known and told him serpent let me refer you to the authority that i was under that would have been her safety her safety was the the ability to discern authority satan pushed her out of her jurisdiction and that became her unbecoming i will show you how god responded now let's let's continue very quickly verse three but the fruit of the tree and that and that please let's go to verse four permit me i'm rushing because of time the serpent said unto the woman the woman said unto the serpent the serpent said unto the woman the woman said unto the serpent verse 5 for god knoweth that in the day you eat thereof then your eyes shall be open and you shall be like gods knowing good and evil verse 6 when the woman saw that the tree was good she did this and that and eat and then she gave her husband who was there and he ate verse 7 watch this the eyes of them both were open and they knew that they were naked and they sowed fig trees. Do you notice that even when the woman ate, of course we know that there is a lot to that eating, but just for the context of our understanding now, that she ate, nothing happened until the man ate. If, if Adam, as we know what eating is, whatever, but it's a complicated issue anyway, it's not really about eating, but let's just take it as we understand it now, that if adam did not touch of that tree another strategy would have been invented the realm of the spirit did not respond by the woman eating because the authority above her still secured her but when that authority now ate what satan was really looking for was not the woman it was the authority of adam i'm showing you the law of jurisdiction if you learn this you will be a peacemaker and your life will be a restful place this is the strategy satan uses to destroy members this is a strategy satan uses to wreck homes when he comes he studies the authority structure and studies jurisdiction and manipulates his way around it your strength the strength of your dominion is when you are within your defined jurisdiction are we together and the eyes of them both were open they knew okay verse 8 please now watch this and they heard the voice of the lord god walking in the garden in the cool of the day and adam and his wife hid themselves from the presence of god among the trees of the garden look at how god ministers now verse 8 and the lord god called who talk to me you will never hear that god spoke with eve until adam referred him to eve it's in the bible read your bible 
and the lord god called adam and said where are you verse 10 and he said i heard your voice in the garden and i was afraid because i was naked and i hid myself verse 11 and he said who told you that you were naked hast thou eaten of the tree whereof i commanded that thou should not eat look at what he said this was where he demonstrated irresponsibility i told you every time you transfer blame you also transfer your authority adam transferred his authority officially to the woman and god left him and started dealing with the woman the man said the woman you gave me she is the cause not i am sorry the woman you gave me she is the cause and i did it verse, verse 13 this is the first time we see god talking to the woman and the lord god said to the woman what is this that you have done the woman also transferred her authority to satan by saying the serpent beguiled me and i did it you will see how satan became the god of this world because he didn't blame anybody every time you transfer blames it also goes with your authority are you now seeing why jesus was quiet when he was becoming seen won't you open your mouth and talk and he kept quiet his silence was a weapon to regain that authority again you have to understand this when man fell there was a cry who owns this man and cannot take responsibility and god said i can't keep quiet even though i'm not the cause of his sin because i am creator i must take responsibility let's do something about man's condition the law of jurisdiction every demonstration of authority please listen to me comes with jurisdiction there are people who have single-handedly gotten up to confront government without the jurisdiction allotted and they were well-meaning and yet paid for it listen to what i'm telling you there are people who got up to put their mouth in issues of families where they do not have the jurisdiction have you seen people like that just get up and call a man and say look i've observed that you are not a responsible man sit down and the man said as what are you coming now is it as a counselor is it as my brother is it as my relative i'm just a concerned person i've been watching what has happened with your wife two days later he's in the prison because people have passion but they do not understand authority the disciples made a mistake i want us to learn when jesus climbed up the mount of transfiguration they took laws into their hands and carried an epileptic patient you've, you've read that in your bible and they wanted to pray for him and they were so disappointed because as at then they were not given that kind of jurisdiction and authority they were disappointed when jesus came back he rebuked that person and they said what is this say this kind your authority and your jurisdiction has not been expanded parable of the palette the, the the parable of the talents you read it and you will see the reward that was given to those who were faithful their jurisdiction was expanded every time god wants to bless you in this kingdom he anoints you more and expands the scope of your spiritual jurisdiction in the bible there were times jesus could not pray for certain people he took them to certain cities out of certain cities into others before he prayed for them the realm of the spirit understands jurisdiction but men 
do not understand jurisdiction. You cannot be a peacemaker if you do not understand jurisdiction. Your authority is not to be executed everywhere. You are not a father to every child. Mm -mm. Mm -mm. You are not a husband to every woman. You are not a man of God and a prophet to everybody. You can't see somebody, your pastor today has a right to rebuke you. Is that, is that true? To correct you because there is a covenant connection. He is your pastor, a father over you. He watches over your soul. On the strength of that, he can rebuke you. He can call a husband and a wife and say, sit down. Because you are under my covering. I can advise you. I can counsel you. But a man of God will not come arbitrarily from somewhere and just say, I summon you. It's not correct. Are you getting what I'm saying now? Authority. People are fought in ministry because they do not, they are not able to communicate this understanding of jurisdiction. If you call me in this church, for instance, and you say, oh, you have an issue that is a serious issue, I must in that discussion make reference to your pastor and lead you back to him. If I ignore him and I act as if he's not there, I'm supporting rebellion. I don't know if you understand what I'm telling you. This is very important. The law of jurisdiction has saved many people from untold troubles. Many of you have found yourself putting your mouth in the issues of people's lives. You were sincere, but it landed you in trouble because you did not understand jurisdiction. Oh yes, the woman may not yet be pregnant, respectfully speaking. And then from a standpoint, you went to go and discuss the issue with someone. And say, this woman self is the way she is. Who knows the kind of demons she has? And the story gets to someone, you become an enemy. We are discussing peace. You have to understand jurisdiction and limit yourself. There are matters that the only way to be part of is prayer. And it stops there. How many members have had the audacity to stand up and rebuke their pastors and correct their pastors? You know, society allows all kinds of wrong things and they secure causes upon their lives. This is not some threat from a man of God. Listen to what I'm telling you. It is violation of jurisdiction that has programmed woes upon people how about young children who stand and insult their parents don't talk to me you are my father so what you are my mother so what and the man says if i'm your father may god who made me your father judge amen the child shouts foolishly after 10 years he's still loitering around like cain because a curse came upon him by an angry person if there's someone here under the sound of my voice and the mistake of the violation of jurisdiction is what is responsible for all the woes around your life i stand in partnership with your pastor and in the name of jesus who is the christ of god may mercy speak for you now jurisdiction the Bible tells us that something happened in the in scripture that Noah took wine. Is it in your Bible? Noah took wine and he slept naked. When he slept naked, one of his sons came when he saw the father's nakedness. He called the others. He said, can you imagine? Come, let's look at our father's nakedness. Even though he was drunk, when he got up, his prophetic was still there. He said, who saw me while I was sleeping? Nobody had to tell him. 
and the other one came and said you are not serious you don't know what it means this is our father he moved backward and covered him and he got up and began to allocate blessings and curses to his children jurisdiction i have learned this as a principle therein lies the foolishness of many people who are all around correcting everybody everybody admonishing everybody a young boy who is probably struggling with secondary school or university he's not raised anybody he's not doing anything correcting every father of faith correcting everybody everywhere no it's a big mistake it's an error when satan wants to destroy you remember what i'm telling you no matter how sincere your intention is once you are out of your jurisdiction there is trouble i once witnessed when they were counseling a young lady who was about to get married and i was surprised at what the women were telling her they said no matter what it is every time your husband is angry and is talking keep quiet I felt it was unfair. I said, what if it's his fault? He said, just keep quiet. That's not the time to talk. And later when the Lord would teach me this, I saw the wisdom in that. Keep quiet. You have to understand the power of jurisdiction. Not every domain is within your control. Not every life and destiny is under your influence as a man of god i have a responsibility for those who are connected to me spiritually to mentor to guide to rebuke to admonish in righteousness but i cannot jump in and see any christian around and say i'm a man of god are you aware provided you are a christian you're a man of come here what are you doing like this no you cannot go right now after service and go to a beer parlor and just stand and say all of you in this beer parlor the zeal of the lord is consuming me and i have no 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 the same way you have rights there is also a right that protects them your assignment is to pray for them to preach christ and to continue to trust the power of the holy spirit we try to do the work of the holy spirit and we end up in a lot of casualties this is something i have learned in my life peace will be far from us if we do not understand jurisdiction how many zealous workers just get up and knock the offices of their boss they just open and say sir i'm here to talk my mind just because you are my employer does not mean that i can't be collecting forty thousand, and then you are slashing it and the man is keeping the fact that he's quiet you should be afraid you see when great people are quiet find out why i'm tired of all of this i know nobody will have the strength to speak but i'm going to speak even if i lose the job and when you you are done talking he says all right i respect you thank you and then you become afraid of what you have done now because now you are aware of the gravity of what you have done you know you have violated jurisdiction you have three or four people above you to that man you are just three years old in that office you fought with everybody and you think the only thing they will do is to drive you no he will call all the people within his circle of friends and say beware of this person if he ever comes to your company drive him fast you got more than a sack is a complete destruction of the next five ten years of your life until you have to build new relationships again understanding jurisdiction is powerful
I have learned this as a principle and it has helped my life. If you want to experience the peace of God, please hear me. Every jurisdiction is not your jurisdiction. Every jurisdiction, I repeat, is not your jurisdiction. Every time you are tempted to manifest authority, find out, am I manifesting authority within my jurisdiction? You see why Jesus blessed us and said, all power in heaven. In other words, I have a right to say what I'm saying now because my jurisdiction, by reason of the substitutionary sacrifice, all power. Did the Bible not say we wrestle not against flesh and blood, but it begins to list jurisdictions. Even these demon spirits, they operate with an organized organogram. They don't dapple into jurisdictions. What the spirit of fear would do, the spirit of lust will not do. What the spirit of lust would do, the spirit of um, rebellion also would not do. They respect jurisdiction. Do you know why medicine works well? Because of compliance of jurisdiction. A, a consultant pediatrician will look at you and say, okay, fine, let me write a note and refer you to someone. He understands jurisdiction. Even though he's a consultant, you know why them look at all the fields where jurisdiction is honored. There is dexterity and excellence. Same thing in the military. There's the Navy, there's the Air Force, there's the Army. They do not violate jurisdiction. When Michael and when Michael came to carry the body of, of um, Moses satan was fighting with that body if michael ever said i rebuke you it will not be possible it's only us that can do the rebuking in his name but he now said the lord i invoke the power that covers a jurisdiction higher than you i the lord rebuke you please understand this this as simple as it is is the reason why many people are unable to truly experience peace authority in the realm of the spirit how about the sons of skiva let me list for you several people who violated jurisdiction and paid the price have you seen many young people whose spiritual authority has the consciousness of it certain rankings in the spirit has not been given to them some of them just got up and entered general hospitals or got up and entered places shrines have you seen people who went to born shrines and came out they carried them from the shrine out this sign shall follow them who believe they say. And God forbid, we are going to go and burn it. And while they are burning it, people are watching them. And as soon as they are done burning it, they are blind, they are deaf, they are lame, they bring them out. Compromise of jurisdiction. There are levels today by the grace of God that God has brought me that I was not there yesterday. Imagine that I started ministry and I will go to a stadium. This, this is the same thing people have done. People just get up and say, no, let's, let's mobilize ourselves and go to a stadium. And then there are only 50 people that come around. And they are wondering, no, God, you can't fail us. This is not what I saw in my vision. The vision you saw was for the you that has grown. And the, 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 there is an expanded jurisdiction. If Baba Deboye today, respectfully speaking... This is getting to 2 o'clock. 
if he says by six all believers meet me at the stadium it will be as if they started the publicity last year do you know why because of jurisdiction you start publicizing from now till next year you will be surprised at the disdain i'm not insulting you god is lifting all of us in jesus name the inability to understand jurisdiction is what has brought a lot of problems to us there is jurisdiction in the spirit there is jurisdiction psychologically there is jurisdiction even here in the flesh do you know there are certain responsibilities you should not take if you don't have certain jurisdictions because the attacks that are allocated to that crown you are carrying it can almost kill you it's why when you say god lift me he says wait first say, lord i'm in a hurry say, wait first you don't know the attacks that follow the crown you want to carry and if you force that crown he will leave you you will pick it and in two days you won't be able to sleep you say what is that you say that's the burden of the people who the wearer of this crown prays for all the time there are certain anointings even for graces graces have jurisdictions you must have capacity lord give me an international anointing are you ready for it because when you are about to sleep that's somebody's time zone when he's active are you ready for the stamina to manage the burden that comes with that kind of grace it's not enough to say lord lift me give me an anointing that will make everybody across the globe uh -uh, uh -uh. jurisdictions come with a price once upon a time the world would not hear us we were limited you will be witnesses unto me in jerusalem jurisdiction then judea then samaria then to the utmost part is god helping someone now so we're going to pray shortly i apologize our time is gone but we're going to cry for the grace to be faithful within your apportioned jurisdiction the trouble that has come upon many of us spiritually and otherwise may have been that we have violated jurisdiction you are not the eldest in the family yet you went up and you said something that maybe culturally speaking should be routed through the eldest one that is the source of the conflict in the family today it's not just a spiritual issue is that jurisdiction was not honored many families are in disarray today because people could not humble themselves to keep jurisdiction there are things that deceive us to violate jurisdiction money education gender all of these things but we must bring ourselves back to order there are many women who have violated jurisdiction and felt maybe because i'm wealthier than my husband is just a man as a figurehead but there is a spiritual word that backs that man you violate that jurisdiction you expose yourself to grave danger is god speaking to us here has someone learned something you administer grace within your apportioned jurisdiction you want to be a peacemaker you don't want to get into trouble you are only a king when you are in your palace and your kingdom not every kingdom every king is not a king in every kingdom you are only a king in your kingdom 
So when you go to another kingdom that is not yours, you must submit yourself to the principles in that kingdom. Blessed are the peacemakers. Blessed are the peacemakers. It says seek peace and pursue it. And one key that I leave you with right now is jurisdiction. For some of you, you may need to pick your call after this service and call your elder brother and say, sorry, now I understand why you hate me so much. It's not that you're a bad person. It's that I, because I think you are not educated, I have downplayed on jurisdiction. Right now, we acknowledge you for what you stand for. You will be surprised that the moment you acknowledge him, he will acknowledge you back. You say, no, no, continue what you were doing before. Do you not know that what Satan wanted was what God gave man? So it was not that God was insecure. He wanted a correct protocol to give in it. The image of God was what Satan wanted. And when God withdrew it from him, he said, to show you I'm not insecure, let me give dust. That was, that was what shocked Satan. I was made of light and I desired this and you rejected it. Then you came and molded dust and gave it to it. Can I tell you this? Most of the things people are not giving you, they want to give you. If only you acknowledge jurisdiction. The prodigal son had a jurisdiction where his wealth worked. Is that true? Provided he was under the covering of his father. What did he say? I am tired of your influence. Give me my thing. And the father said, so be it. When he violated jurisdiction, lack came in. He started going down. Look at where he ended up. You see, when you are compromising on jurisdiction, you will look like you are in control for a long time till you begin to plunge into obscurity. He found himself with peaks. And he said, I will arise. I will go back to my father. And I will say, Father, I have sinned against you and against heaven. I am not worthy to be called your son. Take me as one of these. The father said, provided you have come, restore the ring, the symbol of authority. You are still part of this family. I will not take you as a slave. You are still my son. Jurisdiction is powerful. What happened to us when we left God? We left the jurisdiction of our authority and victory and our covering. Why do we passionately call people to come back to Jesus? Come to that ark, your place of safety. Provided they were inside the ark, the rain could not touch them. Listen to me. Household of David, I'm speaking to the globe, but listen. There is an authority and a jurisdiction God has planted you among the many spiritual factors that control your victory your prophetic connection and understanding that when god calls you and puts you under a grace men are not just empty people there is a throne in heaven that backs what they represent it's possible to be a member of this church loving jesus and never tap into the riches of what was there because you do not discern jurisdiction any man of God is your man of God. And please don't feel bad. Any man of God is... No, no. It can't be like that. It's like saying any man is your husband. You can joke with someone. Maybe your husband's friend. Say, my husband, my husband. They know it's a joke. Jesus corrected the woman at the well because there was no jurisdiction. Every man was her husband. And he said, no, it ought not to be so. There are people, any power is their power. Witchcraft, power, traditional power, everything together. No. We are going to pray. Lord, 
the place I must stay to reign, the jurisdiction that controls my relevance, the jurisdiction that makes for peace. I repent for veering off from the jurisdiction, my assigned place. Please lift your voice and pray. We are wrapping up. You may be a pastor listening to me. If God called you into the evangelistic ministry, that is your jurisdiction. You will only excel if you stay there. If you go and open a church, you will be surprised that you will be frustrated, you will be humiliated. There are those who are pastors. There are those who are apostles. There are those who are worship ministers. There are those who are business people. Jurisdiction is powerful. You find peace when you stay within your assigned jurisdiction. Someone pray. Lord, grant me grace. Bring me back to my place of jurisdiction. Grant me grace to not tamper. May I not be involved in things that are beyond my jurisdiction. Spiritually, physically. Let pride not push me beyond the levels of my jurisdiction. Hallelujah. The final word and we're done. The Bible talks about King Ahasuerus who was a king over 127 provinces. Then the Bible talks about Vashti. Are we together? Vashti had a jurisdiction. She was queen only because she married the king. When the devil wanted to destroy Vashti, he planted something in her head to mean, look, all the kingdom is yours, even without the king. And the king sent for Vashti. And Vashti said, no, I am a queen in my own right. And the king said, what has suddenly happened to you? Do you not know that it is because you maintain your jurisdiction as queen that you remain on the throne? Since you have violated jurisdiction, banish her out of this place. When Esther came on board, Esther understood. She wanted to make the same mistake too. And Mordecai warned her. Say, don't forget, it was violation of jurisdiction that took someone out. When she met the king, the king said, what should I do for you? He said, king, I just want to honor you and prepare a feast that flaunts your glory. And the king said, that's right. This is a woman who understands jurisdiction. She used honor, not a sword, to kill all the enemies of the Jews. There are wives here, you may need to go back and say, my husband, just because you've had challenges with your finances, I've been looking down on you, I'm sorry. You are still my husband. I didn't pay your dowry. I'm not too proud to let you know. I've seen your agitations, your anger. We can make peace in this home. Peace always returns when people honor jurisdiction. Father, help us. In the name of Jesus Christ, may your word continue to burn in our spirits. Grant us wisdom. These truths we have learned this afternoon, I pray that we will abide by them. May they change our lives, produce signs and wonders in our destinies, cause tremendous advancement, and more importantly, may they bring peace in our lives, our homes, our businesses, our churches, in the name of Jesus Christ. Amen and amen. God bless you.
thank you for listening to this message. You can join us for any of our services on Sundays by 8 a.m. and 10 a.m., Wednesdays by 7 p.m., or you can pray with us on Saturdays by 7 a.m. at Praise Sanctuary, number 7, Surulere Industrial Road, off Adeni Jones, Ikeja, Lagos. You can also follow us on social media on Facebook, YouTube, Instagram, Twitter, and Mixlr. Or visit www.householdofdavid.org for more messages. God bless you.